What's up for yourself, listeners? We are back with episode number 32. It is super early in the morning when I upload these, so just ignore my half-awake voice. But I am committed to uploading a podcast for you guys Uh, every single time that we have something valuable to share with you guys. And lately, it's been almost on the daily, except for yesterday. So um, with that, this episode is pretty great. Uh, It is all about lessons that I've taken away from books that I've read. And these are just lessons that really just allowed me to build skills uh, in my 20s that has helped me with now in my 30s with building businesses. So uh, I definitely think this is super valuable and you don't have to be an entrepreneur to get any kind of takeaway from this. You can apply this in your job, your life, your relationships, all the things. And so I really hope you guys love today's episode. And as always, if you could rate and review this wherever you listen, we are going to start doing fans of the week and we will do full name shout outs. So all you do is go to, um, I know on Apple I could see the reviews and um, just review it, leave a five-star review. Um, I think what we're going to do is do some uh, giveaways here soon once we get a couple more episodes. We're we're almost to that 50 mark. So once we hit that 50 mark, I think uh, we're going to start doing some cash prize giveaways which is pretty cool um so and always if you haven't yet uh follow us on social media we're fit with the flemings if you could take a screenshot of this episode throw it up on your stories tag us at fit with the flemings and we will reshare you we would love to know who is listening and so here we go we're on episode number 32 well you guys get you guys get me today he said he's gonna be the pretty one in the background (laughs) Uh, we we Mondays are our very Monday Tuesdays are very 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 busy days so uh, our lives are always going to be later on Mondays so but we're committed so thanks for hanging out with us super late what's up wave patty oh that's a cool username very cool um so if you guys could drop in the comments where you're from I want to know where y'all live? Not like in a weird way, but like I just, <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know. No, but for real, drop your address. No, sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're slap happy, y'all. Um, and if you guys are watching live, go ahead and put live in the comments. And then if you're watching this on the replay, go ahead and put replay or I miss you because I'll say I miss you too. Uh, we're the Flemings and we just like to bring you guys value. So tonight I wanted to give you guys some lessons that I that I believe really changed my mindset when I was in my 20s. And so if you're in your 20s, put a one in the comment. You don't have to tell me your age, but um, I feel like 20s people... I know when I was in my 20s, like I felt like lost in the world, like I was behind in my life, like so many, so many things, but there were so many good lessons. And so I feel like a, this conversation maybe will have you reflect on you are in your 20s and or what you can do now that you are in your 20s and even if you're in your 30s all like you can still do stuff like this too so anyway um so if you're looking to do something big in your life whether it's build a business break some limiting beliefs take on a mindset of somebody who has success this is some things that really really helped me these all came from books so success leaves clues so these are all books um that I got these takeaways from and I'm just giving you guys lessons based on those so first lesson that I learned uh, is you always want to ask people questions I don't know about you guys but I went through majority of my life feeling like I always had to be the one talking about myself because we all like to talk about ourselves right what's up Ashley how are you and 
to be honest, on the flip side of that, I can't stand people that all they do is talk about themselves, right? Like, if you have you ever confronted somebody who, like, they just talk and talk and talk, and you're just like, I never want to talk to this human being again in my life, right? Mm-hmm. And so that was just, like, a reflection of, oh, be curious, not, um, not, what is the, how do, you're good at this. What is it? Say it. What? Be, <laughs> uh, be inter- be interested, not interest, be interested, not interesting, right? So like we all love to talk about ourselves, but so do other people. And so like if you want to build relationships, maybe you feel like I don't even know how to have a conversation with people. It's probably because you're just talking at people. You're not actually communicating, asking questions. So always be the one asking questions. Um, so that was probably one of the biggest lessons that I had. Second one is, um, encouragement is always, always going to work better than criticism. Okay, you guys. So when I first started in my business, I was 23 years old and instead of like encouraging people to do better, uh, it's really easy to like beat them down. Right. Cause you're like, you're not doing this right why are you so dumb why is this not like I was like I didn't say that to them but like how well, maybe I <laughs> poor babe um so but the thing is you guys is beating people down does absolutely nothing they're already beating themselves down in their own head right like I know I do like if I mess something up or I don't understand or I'm frustrated I'm already in my head so like I don't need somebody else coming down in my head for me right so that was something that I really really took took on was you know, if you want people to take action, let them borrow your belief. Let them borrow your vision. Let them borrow um, your own belief in them. Because I will say this, and I'm gonna I'm gonna drop a name on here because he's an incredible leader. But the first person that ever did this, Just <laughs> you too, yes, me too. Um, but we talk about this all the time. Um, is one of our really good friends, Josh. Um, he, he's incredible at this. You know, I don't know if what he's saying is actually true, but he makes me feel like it's true. Um, but he always like has more belief in you than you have in yourself. And like, I really like, I, I, I watch people and their character and the things they say and how they make people feel. And like, he was the first person that made me feel like I could do this business. Yeah. You know, and I know you've had the same, like, similarities. Mm-hmm. He's one of my best friends now. Yeah, and so, but he allowed us to borrow his belief. Whether or not he actually believed in us, I don't know, right? But we're still here. <laughs> um, so can you be that for somebody else? Um, and then, so next time that you're you're wanting to change somebody's behavior, think about how you can get the message across to them with encouragement rather than criticism. Because most people do the opposite. Most people criticize most people to everything you're doing wrong rather than let me just recognize what you're doing right and I'm gonna like that's like a thing on our on our team that we do we recognize good behavior we recognize what we want to see we recognize when people are, are doing the deal when they're working when they're growing when they're applying that to the action like we recognize the good behaviors rather than telling people this is wrong 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 like that's just going to completely kill someone's like ambition to even want to do anything because then they feel like well i can't even do anything right right yeah put this into perspective if you have a sniffle (laughs) and you get on the internet you sneeze twice today and then you get on the internet webmd type it in what's it gonna pop up 
probably something crazy, right? Monkey pox. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it's crazy. You know what I mean? Like, to, to think like that. Because when you apply that into generalized, like, conversation, it fits. Like, take what you just said and then apply the logic to it. Yeah, it does make sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's it. Good job, Ben. Thanks. <laughs> You're not just a pretty face. I help. I know. I couldn't help myself. (laughs) Okay, so the next lesson, um, I'm actually going to read this. I don't butcher it. I brought notes for you guys. That's how much I love you. I prepare myself. Our circumstances do not dictate how we feel about ourselves. So our thoughts about our circumstances and the meaning that we give our circumstances are what dictate the outcomes that we get. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that again. Our thoughts about our, th- our, <laughs> our thoughts about our circumstances and the meaning we give our circumstances are what dictate the outcomes that we get. So I'll give you guys an example. So um, a lot of the times uh, people, and I, and I still catch myself doing this, but like I can get myself out of it a lot faster, but like we, we attach so much meaning to what's happening. Like we have to validate it for some, for some reason. Right. And so, you know, I used to judge myself, especially like, so we moved, we've moved around a lot because one, he joined the army and we moved across the country. Right. So that was very uncomfortable. And then when we moved back home, like we were very dedicated to our business and we wanted to go open up different areas in our business. And so we, you know, sacrificed moving to different areas. And so we moved around a lot. And, you know, every single time we'd move somewhere, like the newness was cool, but then I would just feel terrible. Like I would attach like this emotion to the circumstances, which was um, I had anxiety about, you know, being somewhere new, not knowing anybody or not having routines or missing the old routines that I have. But when you detach the emotion to it you stop judging yourself for that certain circumstance like does that make sense like when I when we moved um so the first big move after we we moved back from Texas so we we moved to Bloomington which was a huge town compared to our tiny hometown and we both caught ourselves like judging the decision because of the emotions that were attached to the circumstances when we could have not attached the, the validation of whatever was happening. And if we would have just detached that validation, we let go of all judgment. Because you can get really in your head and you can make that situation mean something when it really doesn't. And so, you know, the, the difference between, um, and it's not what other, and it's like, I th- and I feel like we feel like we need validation of others and what they think and like if that's okay hey it's my mama what's up (laughs) so um the difference between um winners and losers and I'll just say it just because it's just easy analogy to talk about is it's not the circumstances that are different they just have different meaning attached to those circumstances so like think about different things in your life right now like what are you attaching to it and that's probably why it's like so such a big deal Mm -hmm. because of what you're attaching to it so like if you detach from that, things, and this will roll into the next piece, which is an interesting topic because I believe this is everyone's biggest fear, um, which is, and this is a weird topic. There's a book on this. I'll have to get you guys the name of it. I didn't have it written down. But it basically teaches you, okay, stick with me here, okay? It teaches you to face your own death. And here's why. Because we're all terrified to to die like I know that was like a huge fear of mine but if you're okay with that worst case scenario and like worst case scenario in 
a business, worst case scenario in a job, worst case scenario in health, whatever it could be. If you can live those emotions as if it's already happened and you've lived through it, like you can then get on the opposite end of that and not let that fear like control you. You know what I mean? So like when you can rationalize with being okay that, you know, you failed a public speech. Like I I remember the first time I talked, actually my mom was there. My first time I talked in front of like 3,000 people and I was sweating and I was, (laughs) (laughs) but I didn't die. So here we are, you know, but I felt like I was going to die. Like that felt like this is, this is what it feels like to like before that happens. You know what I mean? Uh, Being okay with failing at business. We failed numerous times. We've had businesses fail. Like, but like, was it? really really like crazy in the in the in the beginning yeah did it feel absolutely terrible yeah but we're here we moved on we moved through it so like if you can be okay with that worst case scenario i really think that oh i'm so proud of you (laughs) um i really believe that like a lot of people there's a lot of hype around positive thinking and all of that but i really believe that there is such a benefit to also the flip side of like that visual visualization of the worst case scenario. So like, you know, for us, like we, we have multiple businesses, there's lots of responsibilities, there's lots of moving parts, there's lots of things that can go can go on that could cause stress, right? And we can let that consume us or we can be like, okay, what's the worst possible thing that could happen in this moment? Would it suck? Yeah. But are we going to be okay? Yeah. Okay, cool. Now we can move past the emotional part of it and just get like to like the logical thinking most people get stuck in the emotional part of it so um you know there's a lot of different practices you do I've done this before like writing your own what is it called it's kind of weird but like what do you want to be like what do you want to be known for when you pass away or whatever I don't know but like there's different things you can work through on that and and that helps kind of like alleviate that fear around death or whatever so like obviously death would be like the worst case scenario obviously right um so like that is just like a big fear and there's a complete book around it it's actually super good I'll have to put it in the notes or the comments whenever I get off the live for you guys because it's in my audible and that's on my phone and I can't get off of here okay so next one is um it's okay one fundamental principle is it's not about having success, but it's about how well, like, it's not about, like, success isn't about, like, the circumstances. Like, I think about, like, so, like, when we first started our business, what what did we define success as? It was probably, like, monetary, right? Or um, how well you do with, like, the ups and the downs or the problems and the issues like that. But real fundamental success is how it it starts with you like it's mastering you so if you can't manage yourself there's no way you're going to be able to even manage or lead other people if you can't manage yourself there's no way you're going to be able to manage or lead your life right so like I think the the best thing you can do is ask yourself better questions so like if the the goal is to how do I master myself because if I master myself I know what my strengths are. I know what my weaknesses are, things like that. And so like asking yourself questions, like maybe what you're doing is doing you such a disservice. Like we had a couple aha moments asking better questions. Like maybe what you're doing is actually doing such a disservice that this isn't even in your strength zone. This isn't even in alignment with you. This isn't even like, you don't even learn in this aspect, right? So like asking yourself like, okay, maybe you're having frustrations in your job or maybe you're in school or you're building a business and you're doing all these things and how you're learning is 
through audio and you can't even comprehend what people say, but you learn through like visual, you know what I mean? Like it's like simple things like that. Um, or maybe you're doing everything you're terrible at right now. And so that's completely in, in, in disalignment with what you're good at. So you're not even in your strength zone. And so there's there's just a lot of things that I, I think that we can hold on to. Um, this I just had an aha. Okay, so like, I don't know about you guys. We, we're in business. I hate anything to do with taxes. <laughs> it's like a dreaded name. And I hate numbers. Like that is not spreadsheets. Excel, that kind of stuff, not my strong suit. Hate it. Neither hate one it. of us. Don't say either one of us. <laughs> and so I had this belief that I was bad at it because I hated it, right? But, like, I just had to, like, let go of that belief because that was absolutely not serving me. And if anything, it was just creating more stress in my life because <laughs> I hated it so much. Yeah. And so sometimes it's, like, it's not that you're bad at something. It's just that that's your belief around it. And, like, so maybe you have to switch the belief that'll actually serve you. And then when you can, like, outsource, outsource. You know, like, now we're finally outsourcing. But, like, there's a couple of things on the back end we had to do recently, actually, today. And I'm, like, I was texting him. I'm, like, I don't like this. Okay. Anyway, so you got to understand your, your, your strengths and understand your weaknesses. But also understand, are those just beliefs that you've, like, attached to? Like, are they actually not? You're just saying that they're not, right? Um, so, like, I'm not, like, bad at numbers. I just hate <laughs> inputting numbers and things. Uh, like, anyway, like, I like creative things. I like to be... And if you like that, like, hey, I mean, hey, that's off to you. Yeah, not my jam. <laughs> oh, I can't do that. No. Uh, and then I think the best thing is self-awareness. So this, I guess this is all kind of self-awareness. Is just this, you have to know how to be yourself. You have to know how to predict yourself. And you just have to know that, like, things will get so much easier when you understand you. So, like, understand what your strengths are. And, like, you'll, I think that you'll ever learn them for sure. Yeah. Um, another lesson that I learned in my 20s, this was from, a, this book was called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I highly recommend it. Um, I really judged the, the cover of the book before I read it, and then the, the principles inside of it are absolutely genius. This is stuff they should be teaching in school, and they're not. So, did you want to say anything? Robert Kiyosaki's a great author. Yeah. He's awesome. He did so good. Yes. Um, so, this is a lesson. Rich people don't trade time for money. They use money to get more time. So, the only way that I... So, like, when I started, obviously, I was in a job, right? So, when I read the book, I was working as a CNA, and I was like, well, shit. Like, I'm <laughs> here trading my time for money, right? But the only yep. way I knew how to get buy back my time was I just needed to use that time to level up my skill set. So, that way, in turn, I can have skills that will buy back my time, right? So, I did that through books. I did that through um, YouTube. I did that through podcasts. Still do that to this day. And the way that I can level up my, my skill set now is, you know, we, we buy courses, we, we go to masterminds, we, we go to seminars and things like that. And so the more valuable that you become, that's when you're going to be able to add more value to the marketplace. When you add more value to the marketplace, if all value is is an exchange, like all money is an exchange of value. That's all that it is, right? So perceived value. And perceived value, which you just trained on with our team tonight. So when you're able to understand that you get paid what you get paid right now for the value that you bring to said position, said job, whatever that is. You increase your skill sets, you increase the value that you bring to the marketplace. And so I, when I finally understood that profits are better than wages and I understood that and if I wanted to increase my income, I had to get better as, as, as a person. Like I had to increase my value that I brought so that way 
I added more value to the marketplace, in turn, I would attract more, right? So it's not that you don't want to work for money. The thing is, I, so this is going to be interesting to recollect. So there was, I talked about this on our live yesterday, so I don't want to like repeat myself too much, but in our 20s, you know, we had a lot of experiences. So if you guys watch our live from the other day, well, we explain a lot of the experiences. But those experiences served us because I believe your 20s and early 30s are really just about collecting experiences and skills. So, like, I think about the jobs that I hated that led me to my business. Like, I absolutely freaking hated. But they built so many skills in, in me that I was able to apply to my business today. Like, you served in the, in the military. I'm sure there's a lot of terrible things. Mm. But, like, you're, you're able... 98%, but the 2% that was good. Yeah. <laughs> but now you're able to apply all those skills you learned in, in your business, in your life, and in marriage, and so many other areas, right? So, like, I, I think if you're in your 20s or your early 30s right now, you should be messing it up. You shouldn't be going after, like, the high paycheck you should be going after where can I put myself into experiences to build more skills and what I mean by that is like um, we had the opportunity to move across the country to a brand new place where we know we knew nobody and that built a lot of skills a lot of grit and a lot of experiences in us that allowed us now to be like so like unattached to like being scared to like go experience things you know what I mean like before that like the, that was a big deal that's kind of like freaky like going places you don't know and things like that but that allowed us to like get uncomfortable to learn how to have conversations with people we didn't know right because we we both grew up in the same town knew the same people had the same friends and then we moved to a state army base which is derived from many different states yeah and yeah and so it's like you you have to learn those skills like how do i become relatable how do I talk to people right so we learn a lot of communication skills we learn how to be more interested than interesting and you know those kinds of things and then I think about um, my my jobs all the jobs that I've had like a lot of them were in customer service and now I know how to like communicate with people how to how to treat people how you know like there's so many skills Um, I think about the opportunities that we've had to um, like travel and things like that like there's so many experiences and so like I talk to my little sister about this all the time I'm sure she's gonna watch this um, but she always is judging herself and like oh I should be doing this or I should have this and blah 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 I'm like you shouldn't know anything like right now you should be effing it up so bad but you're building so many skills and having so many experiences yep. that this is gonna like when you get to your 30s like you're gonna have all these skills all these experiences where you're gonna be like thriving so yeah it's gonna be really really tough right now and I feel like most people in there when they you know get it get out of like college out of high school and they're just like they feel like they're supposed to know it all and I feel like the culture and makes you feel like you should have like the job the skills all of that and that's not it at all like you should be going in messing it up trying a business failing like trying all these things doing like I I firmly believe that because it's going to serve you so much more in your in your 30s 40s 50s 60s 70s 80s 90s 100s you know what I mean another lesson that I learned um, and this is also from a, a book is the pe- the people that do the worst with money have the least money oh that is so true because <laughs> it was us right and the reason that they do is because they are controlled by the fear of money so typically the fear uh, is just losing money 
So, like, kind of going back to my last point, it's like, if you can, like, play it all the way through, what's the worst-case scenario? You lose it all. Okay, cool. I know how to make more. Right? So, like, if you just play it out to the end. But it served me just because, you know, gosh, we've lost so much money. Yeah. Like, I think about all the businesses we've opened, all the failures we've had, but, like, did it suck? Does it piss me off when I think about it? Yeah. But, like, losing that allowed us to make more. Yeah. And I know that sounds contradictive because most people get it and they're like oh. <laughs> holding on to it or they have really bad spending habits and they don't understand why they can't attract more money. Or they don't like money, so they spend it so they don't have right. it. And so if you want to get, you know, tens of thousands of dollars, you're going to lose a couple thousand in the process. If you want to get to $100,000, you're going to lose a couple thousand in the process. If you want to get, you know, to the billion dollars, you're going to lose a couple million in the process. Like, it's just, it, like, everyone who's successful, that that's what happens. But, like, but they've increased their skills. They've increased their income because they're not afraid of losing it. Why? Because they have the skills to get more. Like, I talk about this all the time. Like, if you were to take everything away, all this, all my, all our income, all our clients, all our team members, all of it. We could rebuild it. Why? We have the skills now, right? And that's something people can't take away. So like, if you work on the one thing that's so important, which is in here, building skills, mastering your mindset, mastering your emotions, not having fear around have needing control over like money, like fear, like the fear of losing money. Like that was a huge fear for me. Like, oh my gosh, what happens when it all goes? I just make more. You know what I mean? So, like, if you can let go of that, you're going to attract more abundance, I guess, is, like, the best way to put it. And, like, confronting yourself on that. And, like, I feel like there's, you know, I really think that the fear of so many pieces is, like, when we've talked about this on our lives before, is what holds people back. Like, drop, put a yes in the, in the comments if, like, there's fears that you know that are clear that are holding you back. There's a disconnect. There's judgment somewhere. There's something that is not allowing you to, like, live fully in your full potential. And so, like, if I feel like if you can ask the right questions and get clarity and self-awareness around it, you're going to start to change all these little things that are holding you back and now these these lessons can these lessons can turn into like victories for you right just like taylor talked about yesterday like your failures are meant to teach you why so you can grow through them like you want to fail if you don't fail you're not doing anything you're not learning anything you're not trying new things and it's the same thing and so i've just thought that these lessons would um you know, would be helpful. Oh, and the last thing I'll give it because I have a lot of people who build businesses on here. They're in network marketing. Um, I'm actually re-listening to this book. I got it when it first came out and it's called Crushing It by Gary Vaynerchuk. And oh, it's so cool to re-listen to things after like years and you're like, I'm, li- I'm hearing this in such a different way. Um, but I will say even today, because clearly we're on social media right now, social media is the way. And so if you're building anything, you need to learn how to build a brand and mm-hmm. understand the platforms that you're on, understand how valuable these kinds of things are, and understand that you, and then the book he talks about, it's not just about creating content, it's about documenting content. It's like, it's not about documenting, or not about creating, it's about documenting, right? And so if you look at what you do every day 
in your business, that is your, that's your content. You're teaching your, your audience what it is that you do. Um, and that's where you can connect with people. And he just literally gave a huge training with our entire team on how to build relationships, how to connect and how to actually like build the skills to build a business and a part of that is through social media because social media has allowed us to connect with people more it's allowed us to build trust with people more it's allowed us to really show who we are showcase what we do and if you're not on social media in any kind of way I will tell you this like I don't know if the last few years hasn't like shown but building a brand is so important I mean building like I like pick like we picked our CPA based off of their social media like that's what people are choosing right now and so if you want to build anything or you want to build a business you are building a business or you're building you're trying to you know up level in your career like how can you add more value to your social media to when you know different companies look at you they the first thing they do is they go to your social media and they see how educated and how much value you bring i guarantee you're going to probably start to up level the worth that you have or if in their eyes or if you've the jobs if you got resumes out there yeah like you don't do you, you don't think the employers aren't looking at that shit like you know it's too easy to find somebody on social media Oh, that's, Too a, that's the first thing I do. <laughs> you put your email on the application, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> on our applications, if you apply um, to work at our um, brick and mortar locations, I ask for your social media handle because I want to know the type of person that you are. And we look. Yeah, but it's a good thing though because you can you can add value to your audience. Yeah. And so social media is where everything is going. And so if you haven't yet figured out how to build your brand, I just dropped a, a book you can read on learning exactly how to do that. Um, that is that that was the game changer for us, was learning how to use the platforms in our business, all of our businesses. And that's and that's the thing is like he talked about in the in the book and that's why we talk about stuff on here that we only talk about what we're passionate about because that's what we're good at. You know what I mean? Like, and so if you go all in on that, people are going to understand who you are, what you do, what your strengths are, and they're going to understand, look, like, if I want to build a business, I'm going to the Flemings. You know, I want to get results, I'm going to the Flemings. You know, like, can that be, like, how do you how do you dial that in for yourself? Um, and so those are my lessons. Maybe this could help you no matter what your age is. Um, but read books, y'all, audiobooks, like, they'll change your life. Um, and that is all I have. Um, I guess my tip, my last tip when it comes to all of this is um, we, when I was first in my journey eight years ago, I will say like six years ago to this, I didn't understand all of this. And I immersed myself in, like, I, instead of watching TV, instead of listening to music, and I know it's, like, that's extreme, but I wanted to change myself and my life so bad, I literally dove in and all I did was read, listen to podcasts, and build my skills and expand my mindset. And so, like, if these are things that you're like, man, that's really cool, like, I wish I could do that, you can do that. It's a choice. You just have to decide to do these things. And so that's where I started because I didn't know anything. Like, just like you, I started with zero knowledge in business and you know it's allowed me just through reading books and podcasts and things like that to be able to get to where we are so that is all i have for you guys today if you absolutely loved this please share tag a friend that would get some value out of this if you haven't yet hit that follow button follow us and we'll be back tomorrow with some with some goods that is all
You want you do? Do you want to do your closer? Is that good? It's good. Oh, okay. That's your call. Cool. Bye, guys. See you guys. Yeah, that's all.